Hello and welcome to Rick Radio Community Sport, Episode 5. I'm Mick Hanley. Joining me on Community Sport today is Finta McAllister, who is with uh, Cricket Leinster, or Leinster Cricket, uh, and also involved with Dublin City Council Sports uh, Development. Um, Fintan, you're very welcome uh, to the podcast here today. I suppose cricket um, has uh, been coming to the fore uh, in the last number of years, and uh, we've seen the Irish teams doing pretty well. I'm sure that has helped your job immensely. Yeah, listen, thanks very much for having me. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, cr- cricket's it's getting a lot bigger around the country. There's, there's, there's clubs popping up all over Dublin and um, there's a big increase in, in, in numbers and participation. So it's really helped and obviously the success of the Irish cricket team in the last couple of World Cups. And um, they're all fully professional cricketers now at the moment. So it's been a real boost for for the sport in, in the country. And I, I take it that your job is to help increase participation in it, especially from the school's level. So would that would that be a fair indication? Yeah, that'd be one of our main one of our main remits, to be honest, we'd be going around going around schools, just trying to trying to get uh, kids down to clubs and just increasing um, participation and trying to, I suppose, spread the word about cricket in the in Dublin. And what about the, the local schools in the Rings and Oristown area? Yeah, well, so we work with we we've worked with probably pre-COVID. It would have been uh, now at the moment. Now we did a small bit, I suppose, during COVID with St Patrick's uh, Boys National School. Uh, we've been in the Girls National School as well. Um, we also take part in a lot of the the summer camps that are organised by by Dublin City Sports Development Officers and Maz Riley and, and Michelle Malone. So and then again, just just I suppose start to see be another one which would be a very big cricket school as well around the area. You mentioned girls' school as well, and I suppose women's cricket and girls' cricket is is getting stronger and stronger, and it's probably something that we hadn't seen in in, in previous decades. Yeah, it's getting much bigger around um, in, in Ireland and, and and in Dublin in particular is probably the the stronghold, um, especially I suppose around the Dublin Ford area in particular. It it can be it's very strong, and there's I think there's seven seven or eight full time cricketers now in the in the Irish cricket team. So it's been a real boost for the for the women's game. Absolutely, um, just cricket. I always had a problem with the rules, and I'm sure some people have. <laughs> LBW probably can understand, but like, is it a complex sport rules wise, or you know, and and yet there's so many diverse playing elements to it. You've wicket keepers and batters and outfield people. Can you just give us a, a yeah. general synopsis of all the different players who are playing it for for, for dummies like me? <laughs> yeah, I suppose um, if if you want to get into kind of the technical terms, I suppose it can be kind of like any sport. It can be if you don't know it can be tough to to follow but I suppose in basic terms it's whoever gets the most runs wins the game and one team bats first you try and get as many runs as you can the other team has to go out and try and chase that and if they don't they lose if they do they win and you're just trying to get you've got 11 players on a team and everyone bats you just have to try and get them out and that's not sometimes I think is there not specialised players within it yeah then I suppose everyone would kind of I suppose have their own jobs within a team so you'd have bowlers you'd have batters you'd have wicket keepers and those are kind of your your three different positions and then everyone I suppose takes part in the in the fielding um the feeling part of it and then there's just different names for for different positions as opposed if it's like soccer it's like your left back or your thing like that they're just different names 
for those uh, different And how many positions. players in each team? It is 11. 11 players in 11 each players team. 11 players yeah. in each team, so 11 v 11. Um, yeah, well, I, I get, uh, I, I'm getting there, and I'm sure other people perhaps that uh, don't know too much about it uh, as well. But um, in 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 Dublin, as you said, it's getting stronger. When I was doing a bit of research for for today, I was kind of um, intrigued by some aspects. I have to say because uh, there's uh, there was a campaign down in um, the north inner city as well uh, for kids, and I was also two big GA strongholds, Archgalreish and Saint Declan's in Cabra, as well. Both have cricket, I believe. Yeah, that's right. We brought cricket into those schools probably um, a number of years back. Um, there was, I know in our school, Reach, there there was one one player or something who was playing up and joined the local club up in Clontarf. And we just went down. He, he was a good cricketer. We went down and we started running sessions and it ended up a teacher took it on, which is probably one of the one of the big things. You need a teacher to, to kind of take hold of, of something, have a big interest in it. And he did. We ended up getting a school team and they've had a school team now for the last they started out with just one team they now they've got two or three teams in the school um, and they've been going for the last probably five or six years in there now and we're also up in as you said St. Declan's there as well so we've we've been up in that school as well I suppose that's a, a link with one of our primary schools and St. John Bosco's out in Cabra so um, yes we've opened up the same thing I suppose around Rings End as well and and we, I mentioned there the, the north inner city as well. Kind of does uh, cricket had uh, was that pre COVID? I think it might have been. Yeah, north inner city. We we've we've a big push going on in 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 there. Uh, we set up a tape ball uh, cricket tournament. That's just anyone that wants to give it a go. It takes place uh, during the summer. It was on Saturday mornings mm-hmm. uh, from ten to twelve down on Mountjoy Square, and it was just. We just tried to tap into the local community, whoever wanted to come down and give it a go. And what, what would tape ball? Is that just give it a go? Or yeah, uh, yeah. basically just just give it a go. It's yeah. it's it's just a different type of ball. Um, we we'd have that'd be myself or another one of our coaches that'd be there on the day. They'd just set up, and anyone that was coming through the area, just if they they saw the stumps or a couple of pop ups that we had to come over, they give it a try. We'd have a bit of information on it. I suppose a few clubs that are around and hmm. and you can go and go and join and and I suppose just spread the word about the game. You mentioned Kevin about new clubs setting up and of course around here we've Pembroke and Railway Union and the YMCA kind of locally marrying just a little bit further out and there's civil service and, and Leinster and Clontarf on, on, on the north side. North side not doing too good at the moment. <laughs> just a one club is it? Yeah there's uh, you've got well around I suppose you've got the Phoenix Park there as well a bit uh, with civil service Um Phoenix Cricket Club, uh, you've got Clontarf, we have a new club now actually that we've set up over the last three years in Finglas, and then if you go further afield then to Fingal it's, it becomes quite strong again out that way. Can you, you play with Rush yourself? I'm Malahide you're playing with, you used to play with Rush, is that right? Yeah, um, I'm from, from Rush now and I've been playing with Malahide for probably the last uh, 14 years or something like that now. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and can you just... Tell me briefly, kind of that. Why is cricket so strong in, in North County Dublin? It's something that I was always kind of intrigued about. Um, I'm not it's, it's, <laughs> the, the, the history. The history of it on the Fingal, I suppose. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, the clubs have been have been around for for a long time. Um, you obviously have your your soccer and your Gaelic, 
are probably the two main sports out there. But after that, it's it's probably cricket, and I think it's probably just would be cricket first. I think from what I hear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in some areas, <laughs> my chair and Balrogery and things like that. There's there's uh, two clubs out near Balbriggan out there, uh, North County and North County Cricket Club and, and Balbriggan Cricket Club, and it just <clears throat> seems to be very strong out there. I think it was probably just from old the olden days when it was landlords. It obviously the tradition just just kept kept alive and kept going kept and going. and it is what it it is today I suppose in the in the modern no modern world. You mentioned being in St Patrick's here and, and the boys' school and started to see and there's a number of other schools suppose Rings End um, Institute to Technology are down the road as well and uh, is 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 it something that you want to get larger numbers kind of to, to play in the in the area here just I suppose Rings End Irish Town very strong soccer area. Yeah, no, uh, big time. It's it's uh, like the, the flagship, I suppose, of our program is is participation, and um, you know we're 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 always here. It's just all it is, it's that we're only a phone call away. I suppose we're we've probably gone a, away from the times when we we used to go kind of knocking on doors. Now people kind of come to us, and we link closely with the development officers, uh, Maz Riley and Michelle Malone, and they've got great. They, they do great work around the community in Rings End, and they've got strong links with the schools so a lot of the time we'd, we'd kind of work through them but um, again the, our details are on the Dublin City Sports and Wellbeing Partnership uh, website and you know we're only a phone call away and we can do what we can do to, to, to get cricket going in the area as well as suppose the media you know TV especially um, that probably has helped participation and more and more people being able to have access to, to watch cricket and, and they've extended the game have they in the last number of years the, the 2020 is, is in as well is, do you get different types of players playing each type yeah, I suppose in 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 Ireland, um, where where we are obviously a minority, probably a minority sport and stuff like that. So we might have different players for different formats. There's there's about I think it's twenty to thirty contracted players who who are all full time and um, they kind of play across all the different formats. But yeah, with the success of the of the the Irish cricket team over the last number of years, they they've got exposure to television and and World Cups and those games are on Sky Sports and you know I suppose two lads who are, who are only down the road and in the O'Briens both star the sea boys are both kind of household names around mm. uh, some Is of them around Kevin that, that retired recently or? Kevin yeah Kevin recently retired yeah ex star the sea he was Marion College as well up there that was that's um, his neck of the woods but he's he still holds the record for the the quickest hundred ever in a World Cup, which is fantastic, which is a great thing for an yeah, for yeah. an Irishman. Do, do you think Kevin will Kevin stay in the game as as a, as a coach? Do you think, or perhaps for for, for younger people? Yeah, he's. Uh, he, I think he, I think he'll definitely stay in stay in the game. Um, I know he's he's big into his umpiring as well, uh, like ref, basically a referee in cricket as well. So I know he's he's looking to get into that, but he's he's highly respected around the the, the cricket community and. Yeah, it's a, uh, he'll, he'll stay in the game, all right. Talking about that, Fintan, the, the umpiring, and obviously, as you say, like a referee. For, for younger people, perhaps the, the, the actual batting or the bowling doesn't happen for them. Is that something that you, you steer them to, or, or, or have you any people inquiring about that side of it? About the, yeah, about the umpiring, yeah, it's... it's um it's 
I suppose a lot of people go into it probably after they retire from cricket. It's it's kind of your your next one thing when you get out of the game. Maybe you'll go into umpiring or our coach, and it's just I suppose just a, another aspect to to cricket that that people take on. But again, there's people that that haven't played cricket before that that get into the umpiring and they do their courses and that, and they run throughout the winter as well. And they're fairly simple to get involved in as well. So for kids as well, they're in school. It doesn't it doesn't have to be hitting the bat or or, or bowling. It, you, you can you. you can go in maybe to the umpiring side as well. Yeah, I suppose they could go into umpire. Most 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 kids would would, would probably take it as more. I suppose um, adults that kind of take up the umpiring, like yeah, yeah. like refereeing and in in soccer or Gaelic, you know. And there's probably not many kids that kind of come out and say they want to be a referee or anything like that. But it's uh, <laughs> oh well, I suppose we we see it kind of now in in, in both football, like soccer or, or or Gaelic too, where they're trying to get younger referees kind of the, especially at, at school boy and school girl um, age groups as well and I, I, there's plenty there's plenty of those age groups from what I see in, in cricket as well yeah well that actually to kind of I suppose touch back on, on the other point about the umpiring again as well when, we do, when they do their coaching courses um, on each coaching course there'll be there will be a little module on umpiring because they'll be going out if, if younger we love seeing younger coaches come into the game and if they're going out and taking if you've an 18, 19 year old going out with a, an under 11 team or 13 team they'll be taking them out they might have to step in and umpire and, and, and do that side of the game as well so so we do do try and encourage it and, well. and, and as regards the leagues as well what would be your season as such kind of a, for for either senior or, or juvenile um, yeah the senior senior and juvenile uh, leagues really run from kind of uh, April to September is is the is is the season in full and it's it can be fairly hectic throughout that time it goes through a bit of a break in the in the winter then um, but that's when we're I suppose getting out to out to the local schools and and, and linking with the, the people like as Riley and Michelle Malone and what what for for you as a player what what do you normally do between say October and March in in what technically I suppose is off season the off season yes what, what would you be doing like in, in that, as regards training or anything like that for yeah I suppose um, lads especially at the higher level would be would be training all year round some players uh, actually go off in the winters especially younger guys in their college students in their twenties they they might go off to play in Australia for a couple of months or, or something like that and then a lot of us then would have, would have been involved in, in two different sports so some people go to the hockey um, some people are soccer some people are Gaelic some people are rugby and, and that's yeah I suppose just mix it around yeah mix yeah. it around and then once you do your pre-season I suppose we'll, we'll start around February so there's just a bit of a bit of a break in the, in the season there over the winter and and what would you say the attributes for someone starting off would be say to be a batter or a bowler or a, a feeder what's what kind of should they be concentrating on to to maybe um, be better at those skills yeah, I suppose each each person uh, again, like I suppose, like any sports, each person in cricket, they nearly have their own kind of characteristics. Mm. Uh, wicket keepers in in general would be quite, quite small and agile, and whereas bowlers, on the other hand, would be usually big, tall, fast bowlers would be big, tall, strong fellows with you know big big shoulders, big shoulders and they're, yeah, yeah. they're able to get the ball down quicker and 
and uh, that's uh, yeah. I suppose that's kind of kind of the way it works with the, with the cricket. And, the, and I suppose the batter's good eye. And batters just yeah, <laughs> batters just have good eyes and, and good, and good techniques. Mean, the, the, the ball as well, it's it's quite hard. Um, what's what's it like, you know, to to take say um, a fastball or hit bowling to you and then hitting the ball like yeah it's, it's definitely they're, they're they're a bit heavier than i suppose the thing you, you could compare it to is probably it's, it's like a heavier slit slitter yeah um and it's basically a stone that's wrapped in string and then it's it's um stitched together with with leather with hard leather that's lacquered and um which yeah, if you've got a hit of hit of it you, you definitely know, <laughs> you know all about it anyway <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, obviously as well too from the you know we're, we're talking about the sporting side and that but there's a, it has to be a, a, like all sports a, a social side as well to, to cricket and is it a good social uh, sport to play yeah it's, it's uh, massively social that's it's probably the, the, the biggest thing about playing cricket is is the is the social aspect give me a lot of people um, you know loads of friends and and that's the best thing I suppose about sport is, is the people you do meet and the, the friends that you make for life and cricket as well it, it can go on a bit longer as well so you spend a lot of time with people so you have to be able to be as social yeah, as you absolutely. can absolutely yeah yeah. I suppose <laughs> so, that so side of it is it does take quite a number of hours really so you, you have to make sure you have plenty of time to play it <laughs> yeah that's for sure yeah, yeah. that's for sure Saturday. Is, is, is there, is there a, a knockout time for for um, for games Say it's it's not complete. Is there a, a knockout where after four hours or five hours, you, it, it's it's whatever scores up at that stage, or or do you just play right till the last person is out? Um, usually you kind of you'd play right till the last person is is out. Um, the big thing, I suppose, it doesn't really happen during during our summer months. Um, but it would the only thing that would kind of stop the game being being finished would be light. But it mm. it, it would. It never really happen um, in our summer months or anything like that. Uh, rain can all, also play a factor rain, as well. The rain yeah. can stop it short, and then obviously if the team chases it down um, quick enough, you know the game's over a bit earlier. But light, light is supposed to be the big team, but it, it's rare, very rare. From that, yeah, but then it recommences. Yeah. Then it usually recommences. Does it the following day, or that's only if it's a test or something like that? I'm it's, sure. Oh yeah, for well, <laughs> for. Uh, it, there's there's a system there that it, it can kind of get reduced. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's it's um some it's typed into a computer and it's mathematically worked out that it can be who reduced won? and it's a yeah just a short <laughs> game and who who won and it might be a, a revised target that they have to chase. Uh. Absolutely fascinating to to find out about it all, Finton. Um, once again, for anyone in the locality or anyone listening to us on the podcast here today, where is the best place for them to get in touch? Or yeah, um, my uh. The best way to get in touch with me would, would probably be be through the, the the local services in in Irish Town Stadium through through Maz Riley or, or Michelle Malone. Um, we work really close, really close with them. Um, yeah. So, you know, they they've got great names around the community and and they do a lot of work, a lot of great work around the community. So, um, they they have a lot of contacts. So it'll just be getting in contact with them and they uh, they can get in contact in contact uh, to me through them or else if they wanted my, my name and email and phone number be on on the Dublin City Sports and Wellbeing uh, partnership website and yeah just just get in touch and and we'll see what we can we can do for for 
cricket in the area it's been it's been great so far so well Finder, we wish you the best with that uh, in the future and uh, hopefully we get many more uh, young cricketers coming through to the Irish teams Alice, thanks a million for having me anyway that's all for community sports this week as ever my thanks to Dylan and Zalan on sound and editing from me Mick Handy have a great sporting week and we'll see you next week <laughs>